0: Brothers in Tech is a weekly podcast focused on personal and home technology, helping provide you, our fellow brothers and sisters in tech, with some information, assistance, and recommendations. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Brothers in Tech here on the Mesh.tv. I am Alan Jackson. Brian Jackson's over there to my, to my right on the video screen. If you are so fortunate enough to be watching us on video, you can see our faces. If you're just listening on audio, you are how lucky you are. If you're just listening on audio though, uh, I know the visuals don't really help you just picture that. I am a strikingly much more handsome young man while my brother, <coughs> albeit older, um, looks dramatically Sorry. different than me in every way, and uh, you just visualize that in your head, and you pretty much have the 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 gist of what the people on video have.
1: So, yeah, so you're yeah. so you're pretty much saying, it. we hope you have good imagination, right? <laughs> <What you're saying. laughs> right. Hopefully, you yeah. have a good imagination to imagine. That's something. right. It just That's isn't right. real. Just isn't real. So.
0: Well, Brian, how well, you doing? On that
1: note, yeah. Hello, Alan. I'm good. I'm good. Um yeah. Anything new make, going on no, in your world?
0: Not really. Again, this not is really. our only time to talk every week. So yeah. I'm just uh asking how you're doing because that seems like the right brotherly thing to do.
1: And, no, actually I'm uh I'm, I'm not really doing, listening I'm doing or okay, caring, but you know. Yeah, it's well, it's, it's usual. Yeah. yeah. I think things are things are going okay. I'm yeah. um yeah, things are things are rolling. It's holiday time, or at least it's getting into holiday time. So uh they are uh you know, okay. in the in the well, university be- world, things are things are wrapping up. So, yeah, that's a good we obviously out.
0: suck at this small talk small talk <laughs> <Yeah>. bit. Um, <laughs> this is very uncomfortable for us, so we're just like, <laughs> yeah. Um, can we just get to the show, uh, please? Can we just talk about what we're going to talk about? So, yeah, let's let's get, get the okay with Alan. Let's, let's get go to ahead and do that. Come on, everybody. This is Brothers in Tech. Brian and I get together, and when we're not jabbing each other painfully as much as we can. We like to talk about home, family, or personal technology. Uh, really trying to be a resource for people that are interested in making better use of technology in their personal life or their home home life. Uh, and we're here with some some tips, some ideas, some news, some some recommendations along the way as well. When we get together, Brian and I typically have a uh, either try to have a topic that we're going to dig deep into. Or it becomes a little more of a grab bag of just some different things we want to kind of throw together. And that's today. Today is a grab bag episode. Um, What we're going to do is we've got a couple of – I got at least an interesting news item I wanted to share with you, Brian. I don't even think you know what I'm going to bring up. Something that I saw that was announced that should be coming soon to people's iPhones in the very near future. And I I think it's going to be kind of fun. Okay. Um, You and I both have a brothers in tech efficiency tip. Yeah. A A bite. To share with with uh, the audience as well, something that we think might be a, a helpful tool for people to be a little more productive or a little bit more efficient on their uh, computing. And then you and I are going to kind of spend some time at the end of the episode talking about some features, kind of some new operating system or application features that we've been using uh, recently that we really want to tout, maybe ones that aren't getting as much attention as maybe some others or ones that we just really, uh, I know at least for the ones I'm going to bring up, Brian, their features I didn't expect to really use a lot. And here I am now finding out that I'm using them quite often and they're becoming a lot more important to me than I ever realized. I don't know if that's going to be the kind of the same with yours as well or not. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think. um, Yeah. Mine are, mine are going to be things that uh, are not new, but are either. New uh, new features for me that I've stumbled upon, or updates to to um, things that have already been around. So uh, yeah. But I think that oftentimes, you know, we get excited about the really flashy new applications. But when I don't know about you, but when I see an application that I already have and that it gets a new feature that makes my computing or using of that application even better, I just get super excited because. Yeah. To me, that's you know, that's not me having to switch to any new application. It's just enhancing what I'm already doing. So I'll good. I'll bring up a couple of those today. So
0: perfect. Uh, yeah. So that's the kind of the plan of what we're going to do here today, and talking through some things as always along the way. If anybody has any thoughts, comments, questions, feel free to let us know. Whether it's live or afterwards, we know most people are watching or listening after this goes live. So feel free to send us a note. We'll give you some instructions at the end of the show how you can get a hold of us. If you have any questions or input of your own, so Brian, let's start off. I do want to kind of talk about this this announcement I saw today. Well, I'm, uh, I'm not something I was aware. Of mm-hmm. All right, not something I was aware of, but gotta admit, I'm kind of excited about it. I think it's going to be fun to see people using this. So, Apple, which you know, just go ahead and spoiler alert: Apple's going to come Apple, up a lot that, in our discussion of today.
1: Company is that company we're talking? Yeah, about we are
0: Apple? going to talk about the uh, the computer maker. Company, oh, Apple. okay. Yep. Wow, that's exciting. Let me show you here. There's going to be a new feature rolled out in iOS 16.2, which iOS is the operating system on your iPhone. So anybody who has a, an iPhone from the last several years is going to be able to upgrade from their version 16.1 they have now to the 16.2 that's going to be coming out down the road. But it's been released to developers right now. So that's why we're, we're kind of hearing about it. It's called Apple Music Sing, okay? Mm-hmm. So here's the deal. You know, Brian, you've gone to your Apple Music and be able to see your lyrics for the song, yep. right? Yeah, okay. especially on the and Apple that, TV. Yeah, Apple right. TV,
1: anytime I'm playing it, right. Mm-hmm.
0: And basically the way it works is it is showing you the lyrics and it's kind of highlighting them as, it's, as they're singing those lyrics. And it's kind of scrolling up the screen. Now, I've seen a lot of people use this as a little bit of a form of karaoke, it's like a, you know, mm-hmm. put it up on the screen and then you just kind of sing along with the actual artist singing the song. Okay? Yep. And that's fine; that works pretty good. But what Apple Music Sing is going to allow you to do, which I think is just fascinating, is that you're going to be able to, on select tracks, now something I'm going to mention here in a minute. There's a caveat to this, but on select tracks you're actually going to be able to put in this Apple music sing mode where you will actually be able to rem- reduce the vocals of the actual artist singing the song mm. okay, to where it truly becomes a karaoke station for that, for that song. Okay. So just imagine you're listening to, you know, Queens Bohemian Rhapsody and you can scale down Freddie Mercury's vocals to where you're just hearing the music perfect for a karaoke setup but yet you still have the lyrics coming up on the screen (laughs) Um, but that's what i'm on the screenshot i'm showing you there is actually a you see a microphone with a slider above it that's what it is it's saying you can take the vocals and let's bring them down so you can sing along to me i mean for some people this may sound like a pretty simple little thing but i actually think this is going to be a lot of fun for people especially like you said brian on the apple tv if you're Beaming it up to your Apple TV, or maybe if the Apple TV gets this same function, turning it into a, a great time with a, with friends to kind of do a little live karaoke and bringing down the vocals so you can have your own up there. And yeah. Um,
1: No, that's 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 kind of slick. I would assume it is Apple TV enabled, right? Because isn't that the image that you're showing there at the back? It looks like it.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and everything I've read has just said iOS, but it looks like there's a picture of an iPad, and obviously the TV is in the background there. So it's got to be rolling out to all the versions. Um, Now the caveat here I did mention is that it's not going to be for all music, available for all music. Yeah. It is going to be select tracks, and supposedly Apple's putting out a playlist. Like when this gets rolled out, of oh hey, here's all the best tracks that already have this sing capability included. So don't expect that every song you want to play, you can just pull down the vocals. Yeah. I would assume that artists or or um, record companies are going to need to put out alternate versions of these tracks that allows the vocals to be yeah. brought in and out as needed. Yeah. So.
1: Well, unless I mean, unless the unless the version they already have was tracked that way, right? Where it had the mm-hmm the vocals were already in a particular track. I would imagine a lot of the spatial audio stuff that's come out recently is probably already geared toward this because it created all of those multiple kind of multiple tracks that are playing at once. So it's possible that most of the spatial audio allowed them to do this already, but.
0: It's very true. I didn't even think about the spatial audio having different tracks. If, if vocals can be pretty clearly identified in one track and it doesn't affect the rest of the music, then it would be easy to pull that one down. Yeah. Um, Cool. Hmm. I just think it's gonna be fun. I just think that was a nice little addition. It's not anything I have heard anybody clamoring for or <coughs> I heard a lot of rumors about, but um it's pretty, pretty fun. It's okay, Brian. It's not anything to get really that choked I was up getting about. I mean, it's of, gonna be yeah, fun. I was getting it's so excited okay. about this. I was kind of clearing up my my singing voice. Brian, okay. Brian doing karaoke is kind of that's 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 <coughs> kind of your thing, isn't it, Brian? That's what you do a lot at home. Yeah, and by thing you mean. That I, like never I, at all do not do it,
1: yeah, yeah that's exactly what it is um I can see this being interesting, but now I, as you were talking, what I was really hoping you were gonna say would be that you could take your apple t v remote or something and actually sing into it, and then it would blast it out and and you know that's that next level, right, where you could take the Ooh. the uh the Siri button on you know your Apple remote and be able to sing into it but but then that would start. only be
0: that would only be helpful if. If you're you had your, your your app your device also playing in other speakers somewhere else. Because just having it play on your TV when you're right in front of the TV doesn't sound like it's very appealing. But if you had like a Sonos system yeah, or yeah, other yeah. HomePods playing elsewhere throughout the room or house, and you could sing into the remote, and yeah. it pipes your voice into the song, that would be pretty cool.
1: Well, I'm just thinking the the beauty of karaoke really is the person's voice coming through a speaker and sounding hideous at very, very large um, volume. Levels. That's
0: true. That's true. You could do that. Yeah. So
1: I'm thinking, you know, if you could somehow pump your voice into whatever speaker it is playing through, um, uh, mm. might be beneficial, but okay, now this is kind of cool. I mean, I, it's, it's funny. I, I, this doesn't surprise me. Um, but I had no knowledge about it. I didn't know anything about mm-hmm. it, but I have wondered the Apple TV and the fact that it defaults to this, Showing the lyrics, I keep thinking, "Well, gosh, it just seems to be totally poised for karaoke." So,
0: well, and again, I have used it as a quote karaoke machine at places before. Yeah, I mean, I was, uh, gosh, I mean, just earlier today, I, I do it all the time in my free time. I'm just here in my den <laughs> singing, and uh, you I did actually rap
1: Rhapsody know, know. right before we got on. Right, that,
0: that's why it was fresh on my brain. Mm-hmm. I know it, and uh, you know, having the lyrics up on the screen while it's playing it does just lend itself to a great yeah. uh, kind of community communal experience with people to sing it just to know that you could take the vocals out and kind of have your own vocals be what stand in for it. To me, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So yeah, no, that's, cool. Cool.
1: that's All right, cool. So that is
0: Apple music Sing that is coming out in 16.2. And I think we're at 16.1 right now, or is that, Get yep. ready to
1: come out. Yeah, no, we are sixteen, 16. 16. point one two or something came out this morning yep. for me. So
0: yep. okay, sixteen point two is the next kind of incremental upgrade yep. for the operating system, and that is supposed to be included at that time. So anyway, just thought I'd bring that up. It just kind of cool. hit me on the news today. <clears> I thought that sounded like a lot of fun. Um, let's talk. Um, let's talk some efficiencies, Brian. Some bytes. Cool, brothers <coughs> in tech efficiency yeah. suggestions right? well yeah well just brothers and i tech don't know the yes part
1: yeah just the, the bite yeah okay. we're a bite All right. we'll go
0: right? with
1: that brothers and tech efficiency
0: so this is where we try to kind of showcase uh, something that either brian and i are, are using or doing or got familiar with that really help with efficiency of yep. your computing experience meaning can you make something go quicker can you do something easier can you do something more automatic any of those things that's what we're trying to trying to figure out with our computing situation. so brian would you like to go first and yeah, tell us what yeah. your bite is for this week
1: well in mind mine the, my first one is is not incredibly um, sexy it doesn't necessarily become a uh, a daily use for me um, mm-hmm. and it's something that's been around a long time on the uh, ios devices actually several of the the mac devices um but i have found myself using it more lately and okay. so, well, let me let me share with you sure <clears throat> okay here we go so i'm going to bring up um find my and on uh on the ios devices uh, or actually most of the mac devices people will know that find my iphone or find my computer or whatever anything that's kind of enabled with this find my um is is an app on your phone and it's probably an app that you may not use that often if you're not someone who uh, who tends to lose things or is looking for a number of uh, uh, different items then you may not even pay attention to it but if you go on your iPhone and you do a search for find my and you open it up uh, I will say that this this app has gotten much much better uh, even just this morning Alan I think when I updated for, to 16.1.2 it just came out it came up with a splash screen that said, find my has some improvements and here they are. Hmm. Um, But so it kind of forced me to go back and check it out again to try to see some of it is enhancements just with the visibility, the, you know, the visualization of it. You can see here on the screen that it's showing me where my home is, where, which is where I am now. And it's showing that I have all these devices here in, um, in my house. So let's see, let me open that again. Sorry. Cut off. Um, but you'll see that, you know, I can look and say, all right, well, here's my here's my home. Right. And oh, so I'm looking at my wife's phone right now. I can track it's, her to see where she is. Talker. Yep. So she's up right now. Looks like uh, walking the dog. Uh, so mm-hmm. you can see her watch and her phone are both together, um, which is kind of nice. Um, I can click back. And then, of course, this is showing me where people are. Um, so if I wanted to click and say, where is my phone, which of course I'm on, so that doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily show that helpful. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's really great in that it's updating a lot quicker uh, than mm-hmm. it used to. Uh, the other thing is, you know, I, I guess I knew this, but I haven't really used it before to be able to find my AirPods. Mm-hmm. You know, I found that look, recently I've started to use them more in different parts of the house and then find that I don't know where it is. Um, so I'll kind of ping it. So as you see here, I'm going to do the, go to my, my, each of my uh, AirPod buds. So my left AirPod bud, which of course is in my ear right now, but mm-hmm. if I wanted to, I could click at the bottom and say, play a sound. So if I can't find it, mm-hmm. can say play a sound, assuming it has battery life, you'll mm-hmm. hear a little bit of a, uh, uh, a, a pinging sound. So I, I just find that it's incredibly slick. Plus the idea that, you know, I can turn on the notifications about some of these. If I'm constantly losing my AirPods, I can say notify me when I leave it behind. Mm-hmm. And this idea of except for, right? Except for when I'm at home, don't yeah. don't do that. And so, I think if you haven't gone in and kind of played around with some of the settings, some of the notifications with Find My, uh, I do have it set up and have for quite a while that if I leave my my phone behind. If I happen to go uh, walk away and my phone is not with me, mm-hmm. um, my watch will kind of ping me, assuming it's on a, a wifi network. It's yeah. going to say, whoa, wait a minute. You know, you left behind. What more likely happens is if I leave my computer behind or I leave my uh, iPad behind, my phone will tell me you just left these behind. Yeah. Now, initially I was like, oh gosh, don't tell me that all the time because it's annoying. I'm going to leave mm-hmm. it behind all the time. But it is really, really helpful to know if I left it behind A lot of times I glance and go, of course I did. Right. But there's been once or twice where I said, uh Oh, wait a minute. I meant to bring that with me. I'm going to go back and get it. So, so I just think, you know, find my has become a really, you know, helpful thing. Um, obviously if you have air tags, which I don't, I don't own any air tags, but they will show up on here as well. So if you want to put an air tag on your, your briefcase, you want to put an air tag on your suitcase and then those can show up on here as well. Um, if you share your location with folks, um, and, uh, you know, given that my, uh, our parents are probably not listening, uh, right now, <laughs> you know, if you have, uh, you know, some parents that, uh, you get a little worried about their safety, um, you know, you go on their phone and you say, share my location with, with you, you know, yeah. and then you can go and you can use find my, to at least see where they are. And, um, uh, I find that as being really, really helpful, especially as, uh, you know, family members get a little older and you want to just mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, hey, they've they've gone to the airport or, yes, they got there because I can see that they're there. And it just saves them doing an extra text um, to, to notify you. So I, uh, I just I, just think I Find My is great. If you yeah, can I that.
0: love the Find My app. And just as a reminder to everybody, if you have an iPhone or well, even it's even on the iPad, it's even on a Mac now. Uh, you have this app available. It comes with the system. Um, yeah. it will automatically track any device you have that's logged into your same Apple ID account. So any phone, any, um, iPad, any computer, if it is logged into your Apple ID, it is going to be tracked automatically in your find my app. So that's important to know things like the AirPods. It's going to, whatever you pair it with, that's, it's going to start to track those AirPods as long as it's paired with your phone. Um, the AirTags, you just have to go through a really simple process if you have an AirTag of linking it up with your phone, and then it becomes tracked in your Find My app as well. Um, it's all really good. No, I love it. I love being able to track the devices. I love being able to track – I love the notifications. I do the same thing with my laptop. I have it set to remind yep. me or notify me if I leave it behind if it's not at my home or at my office, yeah, that's my two yep. things. I know if there's those two locations, I'm okay. Then you're okay. But if I leave yep. it anywhere else, it needs to notify me. And it does yep. that phone. I tell it to notify me if the phone is ever away from me. Because really I, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> it because should I never be away from me. I can't yep. think of a situation where that phone is not somewhere in my vicinity. Yep. Um, and if it is out of my vicinity, I've probably lost it somewhere. So, yep. um, That's good. One little tip I'll put in there with find my, this is a bonus tip here. Um, so you know how you can track, uh, other members of your family if Mm -hmm. you want to see where their iPhone is, which means that's in theory where they probably are. Um, obviously you can only do it with your family members. You have to get their permission to follow them and vice versa. So you can't use this and should not use this obviously as any kind of nefarious way of trying to track somebody. But, um, You can set up notifications to notify you of when somebody in your family either leaves the location where they are now or is within a certain vicinity of you, okay? Now, you may say, why would you need this? Okay, perfect example. I fixed dinner tonight in the kitchen. I made a horrible mess. It is really bad in there right now. Like, it is a mess. (laughs) My wife is out of the house right now. I would like to have it cleaned up before she gets home, Mm. but I don't know when she's coming home. (laughs) So I can put on a notification in the find my app and say, when Suzanne leaves the location where she is right now, notify me and it will send a notification. Now I'll go and tell you, it does let her know that I've added a notification. So it's the, again, you can't do this in a creepy way to just have it track people and notify you without their yeah. permission. Yep. She will know. She can know if she goes into her, her find my app or sees her messages, it'll say, Hey, by the way, somebody set up a notification about your location, just so you know. Um, but it is helpful for me because yeah, then I'm like, okay, T minus, uh, 15 minutes. I've got to uh, go ahead and clean that mess up before somebody gets home. If I want yep. to yep. little things like that. I love the find my app. I think it's been great. I think it's, it makes things uh, very efficient, um, it was wonderful when I had younger kids at home that uh, I kind of need to know where they were. You know, I just want to make sure they made it home from school. I want to make sure they you know, got off the bus at yep. the right place. And the Find My app was great for doing that. Um, now my kids are older. I don't have quite as much need for that that side of it. I use it more just to make sure I'm keeping up with my stuff, that I yeah. don't lose it anywhere. Yeah.
1: So, so, I'm, so I'm guessing that Suzanne doesn't listen to this either, right? Because (laughs) because normally, you know, someone would have gone just to the the idea that, hey, when I know Suzanne's leaving, I'm going to get a nice bottle of red out and let it breathe so she has a glass right when she comes home. But no, you go straight to like, I'm going to clean only when I know she's coming home. Right? I know. So, I'm fine yeah, to let it job. sit
0: in there until I know I'm down to the wire, having to get this <laughs> thing taken care of. So yeah, nice. So um,
1: that's my that's my kind of efficiency pick in a way is that you have a really really powerful application and system uh, on your iPhone, and if you're someone who's in the Mac ecosystem who has lots of devices. <laughs> this is just getting me even better, right? The ability for it to hone in. I don't know if Alan, if you use this maybe even a year ago, but it was slow and a little clunky to be Mm -hmm. able to get the location, but it's pretty slick now. It's pretty accurate. Um, And, you know, oftentimes I'll, I'll look to see if, you know, if my wife's on her way home and because of course I'm going to get dinner ready for her, but um, it is nice to be able to look and see what's uh, what's going on. Um, but yeah, I think this is really uh, this is really helpful and something that people ought to use. I will say also uh, something I have not used with find my there are the ability to do other devices um, that are not Apple and this mm-hmm. is something I didn't realize that you could actually mm-hmm. do but uh, down at the bottom when you have items so items are things that you could add other items that are not Apple that are not on your i uh, iCloud system. So um, let's see, I was looking at this earlier, but you can see there's other support huh. it. So you can okay. have tags, but you can also do other. I think for example, some of the e-bikes now have it so that they can go straight into Find My, they're supported by Find My. It's just like hmm. saying, is something supported for HomeKit? You look yeah. at see if it has uh, Find My on it. So, so there's other things that you can use for that to put it in your. But system. it
0: needs to be a device that is kind of Find My approved. Or eh, correct. You're not going to
1: put a tile on there. Tile is not okay, compatible with it. But it looks like Alan. I'll just show you real quick. Um, oh, I think I earlier I had thought I had a uh, a way of no. I think maybe it was the first time I jumped in there. It gave me a, a web link to go and say, here's some other items that you can okay. buy that are uh, compatible. Yeah. But um, cool. so, yeah, there you go. Yep. Find my.
0: I love it. I love the find my app. Thank you for sharing that again. Yes, it's nice. Absolutely. Um, I'm also going to share an app that is just like the one you talked about. It started out on the iPhone and made its way to iPad. And now it's on the Mac. And to be honest, I never really used it that much when it was on just the mobile devices. But now that it's on my Mac, there's a much more of a reason for me to use this. And I've gotten kind of deep into it just in the last couple of weeks. And to me, it is the ultimate efficiency or potential efficiency uh, tool for you. So we're talking about shortcuts. Um, Apple, uh, for years now, I mean, it used to be, do you remember, Brian, uh, was it Automator? It was like a little app they used to have that would allow you to create scripts or little sequences of things you wanted to have happen in an, in an automated fashion. Um, and it was good. I used to play around with that a lot and made a few automated automator scripts that I use for some things, but then they got rid of automator. Then they rolled out in iOS on the phone shortcuts and I dabbled in it there. But again, I, I didn't really see the need to having a lot of shortcuts on my phone that wasn't as helpful to me. But just in the last couple of years, they have rolled it out to the Mac now. So let me kind of show everybody what we're talking about, if, in case they're not familiar. If you have a Mac and you're used to uh, – and you have uh, an operating system from at least the last you know, several, several versions, you're going to have the Shortcuts on here. The Shortcuts is an app. It is an application you open. It's called Shortcuts, and it allows you to create or uh, download – shortcuts from an online gallery. And shortcuts are basically little um, actions. They're little, I mean, you can call them a macro, you can call them a uh, automated uh, event or sequence of things. And you can create your own, write your own, I'm going to show you in a second, as well as you can find ones that other people have made that you want to download and use on your own computer. So let me go ahead and just kind of show you first off, if I go to the gallery the gallery is basically like an app store. It is saying here are a lot of shortcuts that other people have created that we have now kind of organized for you. And all of these are available for you to add to your own shortcuts app. So for example, there's one that says turn text into audio. That is exactly what you would expect if you were to highlight text on your computer, and then you go to hit this shortcut. It's going to take that text and it's going to read it out for you. Okay. Okay it's kind of nice i mean yep. there are other ways to do that same thing on your computer it's not like this is the only way to hear audio of your text but it is nice to have kind of a one button place where you could just press it and go and got that um stopping distractions if you wanted to kind of just shut down all no- notifications for a certain amount of time you could just hit a button and say stop distractions it's going to shut off everything until you tell it to start back again um which is also can be kind of nice. So there's all these kind of these little macros, these little sequences that you can download and use and get on your own machine. You just hit the little plus button and it adds it to your own gallery of shortcuts. So these are my shortcuts right now. Some of them are ones I, I created a long time ago. I actually haven't used in a while. Some are ones I've used a lot more recently. Um, so for example, if you're listening to Apple music and a song is on, that you like maybe you're listening to the radio on apple music or something else that is somebody else's music you like it and you want to add it to a playlist this is a macro where you could just hit that play button and i don't think it's going to do it for me because i'm not listening to any music right now but if i was it would then say okay pop up a little prompt and say what playlist would you like to add this song to so it's just doing it, it saves you some clicks from having to go into apple music finding out where it's playing the music and then add it from there you could just click a button and you're ready to go. Um, watching music video is kind of fun. If you're also listening to a song, you can click this button and it's Apple does a quick search, I think on YouTube to see if there's a music video mm. with that same artist and title, and it'll go ahead and pull it up and play it for you. So again, you can just have that available. It's much easier to do it mm. as a one button click there. Uh, making PDF is also something if you're looking at an image, or even if you have multiple images in your photo out gallery, you can click a button and it will kind of take those photos and turn them into a singular PDF for you really easy. So again, those are some ones I just downloaded and I've used and kind of played with, but there have been a couple I have actually written on my own and created for my own personal needs. Like this one up in the top left corner called humidity check. Okay. Now I need to share another screen here. So hold on this one. I've got to, uh, it brought up a pop-up. So let me, let me bring the one I need to show. Okay. Hold tight. All right. So now this is the window. All right. So the way shortcuts work is you do create a script. All right. And now this is probably going to, people might be eyes glazing over a little bit and I get it. Cause I did the first time too. I'm like, Oh gosh, I haven't done this kind of stuff in years sort of do if then statements or whatever else. But if you really start to get into this, you could do some pretty fun things with it. And, and, and it's pretty easy to learn. For example, I basically am telling it in this script. And this is something I created by just going over to actions and finding what I'm looking for and dragging it over to the sequence. Whenever I click this button for this humidity check, it's going to do these steps in this order. So the first thing is it says, I'm going to get your humidity sensor, which is something in my home kit. I have a humidity sensor down in my basement, okay? That humidity sensor does not have any built-in notifications on it. So I have no idea what the humidity is unless I go to my home app and actually look for the actual percentage that's there. I'd like to know occasionally if it's high or low, and I'd like to kind of be notified a little bit more about that. So what I did is I said, all right, well, let me go and I'm gonna get the humidity sensor, which is uh, right down there, I've got it selected. Well, you can't see the pop-up there. I realize. And then, if the relative humidity, which is something that that device does measure, is greater than twenty, then I want you to send me a text message that says "high humidity in basement." Now I set it to twenty. Twenty is actually really low, but I set it to twenty just for purposes because I know my humidity downstairs is not is greater than twenty. Uh, okay. So that's a low threshold for it. And I'm having it send it to myself to Alan Jackson. So that way I know I'm going to get a text message. If I do a humidity check, it's going to send me a message in my messages and says, high humidity in basement. If I don't get that message, everything's fine. All right. Mm-hmm. And then it ends it. So if I were to go and actually hit the play button here, it just went through the script. That's the shortcut that I just used. And if I were to go now and show, let's see if I can, show this, uh, I'm sharing a window now. Yep. There's the, uh, the message that popped up on my text just now, 8.34 PM Eastern time, high humidity in basement. Okay. Nice. So think about kind of the ways that that could start to work then is that if you're able to not only find some macros or some uh, scripts or automations that other people have done, but the idea that you could actually go in and write your own, that would help your own uh, personal efficiency or automations on things. That's what shortcuts can do. Now, the other nice thing about shortcuts is that yes, you have a shortcuts app where you can see all of your shortcuts in one place, but with each of these, if you'll notice on the left-hand side, there is a share sheet and there's a quick action and there's a menu bar. I can take any of these shortcuts, that are here and I can actually drag them and have them be in my menu bar. So then I will actually have it in a drop down menu on my menu bar of shortcuts that I want to have up there. When you do a share from an application, you have a share sheet, that little share icon that pops up. You can actually have one of these shortcuts show up in that share sheet as well, or your quick actions Have you ever seen, Brian, in your Finder where if you go to your application menu, in any application, there's a services Mm -hmm. drop-down menu? You can have one of these shortcuts listed in that services so it becomes available to you all throughout your computer. So you don't even have to have the shortcuts app open. You can put these in different places to where they're going to be available to you anywhere you go. And even better, you can put them if you own a Stream Deck like I do. Nice. You can attach a shortcut to one of these. So if you create a whole panel of things that are very unique to you, you can map them right there to a Stream Deck. Hit them with a single button, and they they operate. So hmm. it's a lot of fun. Like menu, here's the menu new-
1: bar there, Alan. Menu bar puts it up as a as a one menu drop down menu with those things, or each one individually.
0: Um, there is a shortcuts. Icon yeah. up in your menu bar. Okay. And if you click, okay. it's got the ones you specify in the menu bar. Perfect. Dropping down from there. Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, I'm having fun with shortcuts. In fact, uh, I don't want to take too much longer on this, but I'll just tell you one more thing. Um, In fact, if you recall, Brian, I had bought these little, uh, the little clicker, the little push one button HomeKit device. Yep. That I showed last week, I believe, right? You did And uh, we talked about how, you know, I could press it and things would come on, but there was not a function to have it go back off if you press it again.
1: There was not a function in the app, right? In the the actual app for that device.
0: You program it to do a one switch. And every time you press it, it does that same one switch. Yep. But I wanted it to be where I could press it and it turns on. And if I press it again, it turns off. Well, the way I eventually got that done was through a shortcut. So basically I created a shortcut that says this particular device, if it's on, then turn it off. (laughs) Hmm. And if uh, like the, if that set of lights are on, then turn them off. However, if that set of lights are off, turn them on. Nice. And that was the little script I did in a shortcut. Was that two shortcuts or one? It's one. It was a, if this, which was yeah. a if lights are on, turn them off, else turn them on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So it's one script. And in HomeKit, you can say, I want an automation to be a shortcut. Like I want to assign a shortcut to an automation in HomeKit. So that's why I assigned to the button. So now if I hit the button once here in a couple seconds, they turn off. Mm-hmm. But if I hit that button again, they come on, which is nice. exactly what I wanted to have happen. So it's all because of shortcuts. I could do that. So if the idea of kind of creating your own little macros or maybe just going on the gallery and finding somebody that's made the same thing you're looking for, guarantee you 90% of what you're looking for is going to be up in that gallery somewhere already. Um, it's just a great way to build some more automation. Yeah. And they, are, uh, they do crossover platform- all over all your devices. They are synced up on iCloud. So if you create shortcuts here on your Mac, they will show up in your Shortcuts app on your phone and on your iPad if they're all synced together in the same Apple ID. So That Very is cool. my efficiency
1: I, there. I have I have tried setting up shortcuts in the past just to play with them and then uh, I have not gone back to it and really used them. So I need to go back and explore, you know, some of the ways that I can you know, enhance the efficiencies. I can think yeah. of lots of ways, and you know, typically I try to do them with automation, with the automation kind of whether it's Alexa or through um, you know the uh, the actual device uh, app itself. But mm-hmm. this is kind of a nice way to to time together. So very nice.
0: Yeah, Good. it's definitely um, it's definitely kind of it's. Plus it's kind of fun to play with and get into as well. So uh, yeah. definitely if you can't find an automation already existing in a program you're using or uh, through any other service you use, uh, shortcuts may be the way to go. You may have to learn a little bit about building those, those little scripts. If you want to create your own, it's not the easiest thing in the world. I did have to read up a little bit and make sure I'm following directions. Okay. But once you get into it and you kind of get the hang of it, it's uh it's some pretty powerful stuff it can do for you there. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Cool. That's great. So those were our brothers in tech efficiencies. Brian's all about the find my app and mine was all about the shortcuts app. Two things that the nice thing is both of those are built into any of your iOS or Mac devices right now. But uh, things that we use to kind of make our lives a little easier. And maybe you can too. So Brian, I think now at this point we were going to talk a little bit about some features. Yeah. Um, Features of our operating system or apps that come on our system, kind of more standard applications that we're really kind of enamored by. Features that we're finding a lot more use for, or we uh, just want to champion a little bit more, I guess, and talk about and make sure people know are available and hopefully can use them more. Yeah, the um, so I think I've got I, two of them to share. I don't know if you've people, got you.
1: have got couple, two. Or... I've got. I've got. Hmm. I've got one for sure. And then okay. the other one, I'd like to keep that as just uh,
0: time permitting because it kind of relates sure. in a way. Um, well, how about then? Let me go ahead and do one of mine. Yeah. Why don't you start with yours? Yep. Yeah. Um, so, again, these are features that we just want to make sure people are aware of and we can talk a little bit about how we're using them in our own daily life. First one I will talk about. Uh, which one do I want to talk about? Yeah, let's talk about this. Um, live text. So live text is something that has been rolled out over the last couple systems for Mac and iOS, iPhone and iPad and all. The idea of live text is that finding text inside of a photograph or image that you can then take and use. So, uh, for example, if something's printed up on a sign in a photograph you take and it's really great and you want to take the text From that sign, even though it's not perfectly positioned, it's not perfectly straight. It's not meant to be like scanned, like text was, it was just a random photograph you took where there was some text there, the ability to go in and then take that text and actually be able to copy, use it, paste it other places. So just to me, it's pretty, pretty crazy. It's pretty great. And I've been having fun kind of trying out to see how extreme the, uh, the text can be in an image. Um, I think I can probably show an image here in a minute of one that I thought was just fun because I would have never thought it would have been able to get as many letters right as it did with it. But, um, but let me show one example, and I'm going to go ahead and share my desktop here, uh, share my window, my entire screen over here on this side. Okay, so let's start <laughs> with this. Yes, this is Turbo. a cat photo. Little turbo, my son's kitten that comes over and likes to torment me at times. (laughs) I've closed the door here to make sure he can't come in here while we're recording because he will absolutely destroy everything in his sight. So as you can see, there he's in a box looks looks vicious. He really looks vicious, yeah. His box, his little play box there, and there's some text on there. Now the text is not perfectly straight. It's not, you know, um, not centered or anything like that, made clean. Mm -hmm. But if you notice that because of live text now. I've actually got a cursor. If you can see, it's really small on the screen. I know, but cursor, I can actually take and highlight that text now Mm -hmm. and you can see it highlighted blue, meaning it sees that, yep, that's text. And I can do something with it and I can copy that text. Now, right away, you can see it says, look up, this box is now made with less dot, dot, dot. So it's already seeing the text and I can say, copy it. And then if I want to go over here and create a new note, I can actually paste in there. It's showing me the text that I created, wow. yep. which is nice. So slick. Now that was a pretty simple example. Um, let me see if I can get one. This may be a little more, a little bit crazier. Let's see here. It was one I thought of. I mean, here's one that's, I mean, the text is very clear, but it's a little more slanted. Again, I'm highlighting, copying. It sees the text. I can actually put you know do a copy here of that text. If I wanted to, it's letting me do that. All right. I think there, I think I've even got a more extreme one. This is for a client. I hope they don't mind me using this.
1: They're they're not watching. They're not watching.
0: Probably not. No, I think you're absolutely right. They're not. Um, (laughs) Oh yeah, here it is. (laughs) So looking at the, the, uh, the, the words on the, on the, on the counter here. Okay. This is like in a weird scripted thing. This is not typed out words. Okay. But sure enough, I wanted to try it out to see if it would work. Wow. And it did highlight it. Now watch if I copy it and I go back over to my note and I paste it. It is really close. It says, um, happy birthday with a capital R and then party like P A R D Y mm. instead of Randy. All right. Really, really close. And yeah. honestly, yeah, you I can see, see how that. that R kind of looks like and a P anyway. That. So, yeah. So that, to me, is still pretty Did it have easy, the exclamation point? Um, Yeah. Oh, it had wow. it as a question mark. It had a, oh, question, a question
1: mark. mark. Okay. Yeah. Because it's it a, it a little mark. odd. Yep.
0: Really close. Because it's all the, uh, the the balloon shape, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was kind of an odd shape. It thought it was a question yep. mark. But still, I mean, imagine if somebody had handwritten a whole lot of text on a whiteboard and you snap it the idea that you could copy it and get really pretty close to good recognition on that to me is pretty, pretty amazing. So uh, live text is kind of my feature that I've been really impressed with. Um, I've seen a lot of great uses for it. I um, I do a lot of, you know, uh, there's a lot of networking things I have to do, like on, you know, for some clients, I have to hop on other people's computers sometimes to, to work on things. And sometimes I need to get Codes or passwords or whatever, and I will just take my phone, snap whatever I need on their screen, go over to my computer or go onto mine. By then, my phone, my uh, photo has downloaded to my computer, and I open it up and I just highlight and copy and paste it. And it just saves me from having to type in big long codes or uh, remembering big passages of text that I saw somewhere. I've been to a couple seminars and You know, people write things up on the board and I'm like, man, I really want to keep that snap it and not have to worry about having to transcribe it myself later. I can just copy and paste it. And it's really been, it's really been great. I've used it more than I expected to use it when I first heard about it announced. So that is live text. That is a standard feature on uh, operating systems. Now I was using it on my Mac, but you could do the same thing on your phone as well. And uh, that's very cool. I'm a fan of that.
1: Well, you know what, Alan, I'm going to, I'm going to see your live text, and I will raise you um, a uh, a feature that's somewhat similar, and I think came out at the the same time. So I f- feel like that's a probably a good segue. Let's go ahead and mm-hmm. get into that. So um, I'm going to let me share with you. Uh, let's see. Here we go. <clears throat> okay. So I'm sharing with you the Photos app, okay mm-hmm. on uh, on my iPhone. Right, these are all my these are all my photos, um, and I don't know if you. I'm sure you probably have. I'm not really sure if you've used this uh, this feature, but I've found myself using it more lately. Which is not necessarily because it's really helped with work, but I can certainly see how it might. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up uh, an image here. This is an image of my wife and I right now. This one you'll notice is perfectly suited for this trick that we're getting ready to do, right? So if you haven't done this before, okay, I'm gonna click on the image so that I take away the the menus uh, top and bottom. And then I'm going to press and hold. And you notice when I do a press and hold, it did a highlight over both my wife and I, and I can copy. And then I'm going to go over to notes, just a place that I wanna paste something. And I'm gonna click and say, I wanna paste. And then you'll notice it's gonna put our image without any background. So it was able to take us out of our picture and take away all that background that might've been there and be able to put it into any document, right? So the actual image itself is the outline, right? There's not a black background to it. It's just copying parts of the Mm -hmm. image itself. Um, let me go back real quick and you may be thinking, well, that's kind of cool for people. But one of the things I'd been doing recently is selling some camera equipment Mm -hmm. and kind of another slick way. Let me just pick one out. One of these old cool old cameras. Um, Yeah. Let's see. This one's a little better. So there's a camera that I was selling. I'll click Mm -hmm. once and then press and hold. You'll see that it does a highlight over the the image itself, I'll copy it. I'll go over to notes and say, let's just put that right here below, right? Mm-hmm. So the image of the um, the item itself, incredibly beautiful, right? I mean, awesome. yeah. Imagine, you know, putting a um, flyer together where you wanted to have some items floating in there, but not just the square image, you know, but actually have that mm-hmm. item popped out. It can easily... Uh, Uh, go on there. I'll show one more example. And I think this is kind of cool, especially since you just showed turbo a minute ago, I'm going to show a picture of my Stella. Um, Mm -hmm. All right. So there's Stella. Okay. Now, Mm -hmm. of course I, this was when I was taking pictures of those cameras and I had a little backdrop and she decided Mm -hmm. she was going to hop on, but you can see on the right over there, the backdrop seems to be a little bit in the way and problematic. So I'm going to see if I can just take her (laughs) copy Paste. I'll come over here and paste it in. And there you see. Wow. Sell up.
0: It does pretty a really split. good job, too. I mean, it's, pretty good. An amazing for,
1: job. Yeah. An amazing yeah. job. Now, you can see there's a little bit, little bit of furriness over on the right side there. Sure. They kind of figure it has a hard time with something that. You know, yeah. if your hair was really frizzy, I would imagine it would have a hard time knowing exactly well, plus, how to cut it out. Stella
0: was on a kind of a grayish background too, which is kind of totally. still even more amazing. I mean, it was yep. not like a stark white or a bright color background. I mean, it kind of blended in with her fur, but it still picked it out pretty it darn. It picked it good, out so, pretty, yeah. pretty slick. So, and Alan, now, Brian, I'm trying to remember do
1: you do you remember the name of this feature? I'm I don't. Just looking there. see, there's mm. where some of the yeah. You can see some of the edges, right? But it does a really good job. I mean, job for,
0: but for the purposes you would use this for, it's it's yep. really, really good. Um, now, keep in mind, Brian's showing you putting this in notes. But, I mean, you can actually paste that cropped out anywhere. In, anywhere. You can put yep. it in a text message to somebody. If you just wanted to send them mm-hmm. the cropped out image of something, you could paste it into a Like if you have a pages document open, if you're working on a page, uh, page layout. Um, if you copy it, Brian... Here's a question for you yep. because I have not tried this. I know if you have an, uh, a computer and an iPhone and they're both on the same iCloud account, if you were to copy it on your phone, hit the copy mm-hmm. button, will it paste on your desktop? Like if I do a paste. Uh, let me see. Right now to see. Let me try. I, I, I just, I honestly haven't tried that across devices, but I'm curious if the copy paste will paste it over.
1: On your desktop,
0: or just on a note notes app on, any, on your desktop. anything else? Yeah, yeah, like a yes. notes. Uh, it did yes. paste it. Mm-hmm. Cool, it did. Awesome. So See, I went that, into me, a notes
1: on my desktop, click paste, and there it is. It, there's, it, there's the dog. Yeah, I was not able to do it. Just you know, as an image. Oh no, no. I was thinking on my desktop. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. When I meant desktop, I meant like on your computer somewhere. But just on an app, yeah, that would take yep. it. So yep. what that means is you use your phone as a Hey, I need to get a nice keyed out image of this person or object or whatever it is, but I maybe need to put it in a word document or I need to put it in a other page layout document to format it with something you can do that copy and paste across your devices and get it there. So that's cool.
1: Well, and I was just wondering why we were doing this. Oh, so if you see that I just did a click on this image in my notes and you'll see at the top, which I've never actually seen before, where it calls it "image" and has a little drop down. So there is where I can actually save it as an yeah. icon. Now, what I'm wondering is if I save that to, let's just say, I save it as my desk uh, to my desktop. So I'm going to save it, not the Dropbox. Let's save it to my desktop. <clears throat> what I'm wondering is, does that show up as a? Actual trimmed out icon. And I think it does. So it shows up as a PNG.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Now it does come up as a fully squared image when I open it in preview.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So what I'm wondering is, you know, if I were to email this to someone, it doesn't necessarily show up as the trimmed out image, I'm guessing. Probably has still some background to it. Or maybe it's just... The background is no pixels. What I'm wondering is, like, the does the, the image itself is it shaped like that, or is it a still a rectangle image with only the colored elements?
0: That- no, it should be a, a PNG. Is a, got a transparent background, so it actually okay. will show up. You can drop it on top of other things. Um, and it will Perfect. either wrap around it or it will cover it up. So it's it does not do it in a box. So,
1: yeah, that, I mean, that's super slick, right? And you yeah, can great. export yeah. that print do all mm-hmm. that stuff right from it, which I didn't realize was the case. So awesome. So I love this, no, I I love this feature. Yeah, it's I super fun. Um, you know, especially when you've got backgrounds that are bothering you and you just want to, I mean, I'm thinking right now, Alan, it's Christmas card time. It's a great opportunity to go and take things and put them on Christmas card collages, not having to have the entire image uh, in yeah. place.
0: Yeah. So, so good. Cool. Yeah. Although it makes me sad because that's the kind of things that people would come to me in years <laughs> past and say, Hey, can you help do this you and trim get this, out. this image out of here? There's this photo and I say, sure. And I'd charge my hourly rate to work on it. And um, now I don't get to do that anymore. So that's fine. Sorry. So, whatever. Man. It's all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't like it was a big part of my business. I maybe did like one a year, but uh, still. Um, Brian, can I rewind and go back to my shortcuts for a second? Because there was one I was going to show you. I just, I forgot all about. Please. it be fun. Okay. Um. So this is, uh, back to the shortcuts. Uh, because I, I am enjoying the shortcuts out quite a bit. And I just talked about those. There is one shortcut on here that's called Meme Maker. And it's one I found on the gallery. So I did not create this one myself. This is one I just clicked the download button. It got added to my gallery. And it is pretty cool. Just how simple but fun it is. Meme Maker. If I click Meme Maker, it's going to say, okay, cool. It opens up a window with my photos library. It says, all right, what photo do you want to do a meme on? I say if I've got one with a dog. Here's a, I chose a dog photo. And it says, okay, how many lines of text are you going to have to go on this meme? I'm going to say two. It says, "All right, what's your top line?" And I'm gonna say, um, "Beware of dog." Okay. Beware. And then bottom line is um, he may cuddle um, up to you. <laughs> okay. So then, it creates <laughs> a meme. <laughs> Be Ward of dog. Oh, Ward. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. A little typo there. But um,
1: <laughs> how it. simple is that? How funny That's so is that? good.
0: Yeah. And uh, you just save it. You just uh, save that image and throw it up online or whatever. And now you just create a meme without having to know any graphic design skills, <laughs> without even needing to know how to type or spell wow. correctly, obviously. Wow. um, I just thought that was fun. So a little meme maker shortcut I found. And uh, Alan,
1: do me a favor real quick. What's in the bottom right corner? What's the icon in the bottom right corner there? What is that?
0: Uh, that's the live text icon. Uh, yep.
1: Yeah. So we could then copy. You could go and yeah. yep, look at that.
0: Once I click so the slick. live text icon, it shows for me what text it can see. And I can so highlight slick. that. Yep. Yep. Mm. So anyway, uh, I love the meme maker. It's just fun. I mean, again, if you've got a nice photo library and you want to create, have a little shortcut, just search for meme maker up in the gallery, download it, uh, and then run it. And nice. it will walk you through the whole steps and give you a nice little image you could uh, have fun with. So anyway. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. Um, so that wasn't really my feature. I just wanted to kind of revisit that because I forgot about it. Um, what I do want to show though, Brian, this is a feature I uh I, I now cannot live with, and I'm so so happy we have this. Um,
1: cannot live I'm without, right? I'm guessing, right? What's that? You said you you said you cannot live with, you mean you can't live without oh, can't it? Can't yeah. live without,
0: okay. That's I'm me all sure. screwed up today, aren't I? So
1: uh, you need a translate button
0: or something. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna bring up another camera. This is gonna be kind of weird. But this is uh this is me showing another camera here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am on my computer, you're seeing now the computer screen that I am seeing, correct? I have a keyboard and I have a mouse. All right. And, a, and keyboard a mouse. mouse pad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, whatever. Keyboard and mouse are operating my computer. Okay. Over here, I have an iPad. Yeah. Completely different iPad device running a whole different web page, whole different thing. But because of universal control, which is a feature now, just in the last version oh. or so that you got to turn on, I can actually have the same keyboard and mouse. And you see my cursors here. I push my cursor off to the right, boom, it comes right over to the iPad. And now I can scroll with that same mouse, same place I was, and then I can come back. Okay. So slick. It is truly magic, Brian. I uh, I'm still amazed this works the way it does. All it takes is for your device to be next to each other. That's it. Like you open up your device, put it next to each other. And then if you take your cursor and just kind of move it past the window, it automatically will show up on your other device. Now the joy of this I had, Brian, is as you remember, I'm not going to relay my issues with my laptop getting fried. Oh, you don't just want to talk about that? Suffice it to say I had to use a backup laptop for quite a while, for several weeks. When my new laptop came back fully repaired, I had a lot of kind of working between the two of them to kind of get them synced up and working together. So in my desk, I just happened to have both of the Macs sitting next to each other because I was kind of going from one to the other, working on getting things synced up and moved over until I realized when I moved my mouse over and it went to the other Mac and controlled the other Mac laptop screen Mm. from the same keyboard and mouse is when it just hit me that, Oh wow. I'm just now kind of understanding how cool this is doing it on the iP- iPad was pretty fun, but having two computers side by side that I could move between with the same keyboard and mouse was amazing. Um, That's pretty slick. So just to remind everybody how this kind of works is that you do have a, there is a control panel setting. When you go to your uh, display settings, there's an arrange button. No, I'm sorry. Not a range. Where is it? um advanced the advanced button on your display your uh, display settings allow you to say allow your pointer and keyboard to move between any nearby mac or ipad you just need to have that turned on and also an option for push through the edge of the display to connect to a nearby mac or ipad and you turn that on as well and automatically reconnect to any nearby mac or ipad you turn those options on and that's what is exactly what's going to happen. It's just what I was showing you there. It's going to yep. magically work. And again, I'm just amazed by this. That's so slick. Like... <clears throat> yeah. So, again, that cursor for those who couldn't see it, cursor right here on my screen. Move it choo, right over. All I did was just move my mouse between the two. Hmm. To me, that's absolutely And then magical.
1: you can. And you can tweak where you have the arrange button that you were showing on displays, you can tweak it a little bit as to what the orientation is, right? For a example, I've got my I've got my monitor up a little higher than my mm-hmm. iPad, and I can kind of shift and say, no, it's down here a little bit. And
0: a little bit, house. yeah. As you can see, if I move over to the right, my cursor's up here, it does drop a little bit down, but it's basically at the same spot on the monitor there. It's about the midway point, like it was up on yeah. my screen. It's just that my screen here's higher than this one is. Yeah. Um, another gone, thing and is and if I've you're doing this, the
1: the arrangement, right? So that's something you might want to think about doing. Is okay. Yeah. Tweak tweak on the arrangement screen to drag it up and down to make it so that the height is naturally correct. Yeah.
0: Another thing, if I were to use my mouse cursor now on my iPad and I can, um, copy it. So with you my copy keyboard you command. Your
1: keyboard. Okay.
0: Yep. And if I go over to my notes, where are my notes? Oh, where are the notes? Then I should be able to paste. Wow. There they are. Same thing with moving files around. I haven't tried it with an iPad and a Mac, but at least I know on two Macs next to each other, you can click and drag a file from one. Drag it over to the other Mac and it actually copies it over and puts it where you want it to go. Yeah,
1: really. I'm,
0: I'm still just, even if anytime I even do this as a demo, I'm still just amazed this works like it does. Um, for anybody with multiple screens around them, I mean, what this allows me to have, Brian, is basically I've already got a second screen over here for my laptop. That is my actual external display from my laptop. But I basically now I'm able to take with one mouse. Go from the far end of my iPad all the way across the screen and now all the way to my external monitor. Hmm. And it's just, to me, it's still amazing. So anyway, I'm just uh, universal control. That That is the feature I really think people need to be using if you have multiple screens or multiple devices that you keep near you. And want to use in tandem with the with one another so much better than having to keep up with different multiple keyboards and mice for them or having yep. to move from device to device to operate it you really can control it all from one one spot so uh so fan. i was
1: just alan as you were as you were doing that I, of course i was listening intently but um i was trying it out for myself because i i set it up but i haven't really used it uh too much and, of course, I put my mouse over there. It worked great. I was clicking on an application, and I thought, oh, wow, okay, to get out of that application on an iPad, I, don't, I can't do that, right? I have to go over and click the button. But then I tried. Command Q. I tried, well, Command Q um, worked. Actually, no, it didn't work. So uh, Command Q did not work. But my keyboard, which has the um, – Alan, what's the, uh, so on my keyboard, it's F3 at the top, the function F3. Yeah. For me, on this external keyboard I have, it's the, um, where it takes all the, all your apps and puts them in a tile. What is that called? You remember Dashboard or something like that? uh,
0: No, it's, um... shoot, I don't remember the name of it. But that
1: works on the iPad, right? So I can click that button and it shows now my app switcher it takes everything and takes to the app switcher where I can then select which app I want. open. Oh,
0: yeah. 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 Super I, I, it, it worked for me right. here as well too. Yeah.
1: Brightness goes so. up and down. That works yeah. as well. As long as your, ma- as long as your uh, mouse is over there.
0: Yeah. It depends on where your cursor is. If your yeah. cursor is on your iPad, then the brightness controls the app switcher, all that will control your iPad. You yeah. move your cursor back over to your Mac. All your keyboard commands will now control for the Mac. Yep. It truly is just Very saying slick. I'm gonna take your keyboard and once your cursor moves over to this screen, whatever device that screen is on, that is now the device you are controlling with your keyboard and mouse. Yep. Which is amazing. So I love it. It's my the, my favorite feature of all features that have been announced in like the last several years, I think. Yeah, so,
1: love it. Yep. Love it. Cool. Very cool, Alan. Good. All
0: right. Okay. That so we is- have uh yeah, go ahead. You got time for one more? I'm done. I'm Real quick, let me down. let me okay. let me
1: say one more because I've already I've already mentioned it. We've already mentioned it actually multiple times. But I want to give I want to give some props to the Notes app, right? okay. the, the Apple mm-hmm. Notes app. Uh, I have to I have to be completely honest and say that I was not a fan of Notes when it originally came out um, because I liked having my notes looked a little better in terms of formatting, having mm-hmm. bullets being a little cleaner, having you know more formatting capabilities. Uh, but man, Notes has become incredibly valuable um, as it's gotten more powerful, as it's gotten more useful for me. Uh, it's got more features. So, Alan, let me just quickly show you. And I know you use Notes probably more than I uh, than I did uh, originally. But let mm-hmm. me just show you. All right, so I'm pulling up Notes which is the note that I just was creating on my phone a minute ago. It um, mm-hmm. has all the, uh, uh, the images there. <clears throat> and uh, just a couple of things I want people to know about the notes app that has gotten really, uh, really pretty impressive. Um, one is you get the, the away slide down. Um One is that, you know, you've got things like...
0: I like just the top of your bald head (laughs) in the the screen. Hello,
1: hello. Um, (laughs) Okay, one is that, you know, any text that you put in there is becoming more usable, right? I mean, one of them, Alan and I share share some notes together, you Mm -hmm. know? So anytime that I'm in, actually, let me switch over. Anytime that I'm in the folder that he and I share together, So I'm going to put a new note here. And if I were to say notes test, and then I'd start typing Alan. It highlights that I could assign this to Alan. I could say this is something I'm going to click and know that that is at at Alan, right? Which means that you're going to be able to see Brian, you know, put your your name on something. Or if there's a a note, an item that we have in a list that I want you to do, I can easily kind of uh, tag you on it. Um, another thing I thought was pretty interesting and Alan, I'm not sure if you've used this before, but let's say that, um, let's say I've decided to create a note, uh, because of my trip home, we're coming home for the holidays and I create a note, share it with everybody, um, in the family. And part of that note is to put my flight numbers, Mm -hmm. say my flight number is UA 544, which I don't know what that is, but if I go up and put my cursor over it, You'll see a little drop down that says, oh, yeah, let me go ahead and show you the update of what UA544 is, which happens to be from Denver to Sacramento.
0: Mm, Um, Wow. Pretty close. Yeah, there you go. You weren't that that far off location-wise. No, I mean, you
1: know, it was kind of an easy, easy guess. Um, So that's something that you don't have to go in and transcribe everything about your, you know, your trip. You can say, here's the... Um, here's my flight numbers. Everybody else can go and highlight. Now, one thing I did realize, Alan, um, I don't think this works on the iPhone, which is kind of a bummer.
0: What's that? The highlighted the, text? Uh, yeah. Look
1: up? This, this piece about the highlight where hmm. it shows the uh, phone. And let me, let me double check that. I couldn't get it to work a minute ago. So if I was, well, you're probably go, doing something wrong. I'm sure I am. Probably was. So if I'm doing notes, text, Oh, no, now it does. So I think maybe I had to had to put it on the the phone initially, or I put it on the uh, the desktop initially. I'm going to do it again over here. I'm going to say UA. Uh, let's just pick a different one, six twenty-two. And so, see if I created. If you, you can see this on the on the screen. I created that in the phone. Yeah. And I typed in UA622, and then I went back to it on the phone and tried clicking on it. Nothing happens, right? I can't have any sort of drop down, but over here, you can see I can hmm. click on it. And then now that I do click on it and show that it is that, I can go back over to my phone, and well, now it's. Not allowing me to do it, but it was allowing me to do it on the five four four. So there's a little bit of a wonkiness about using some of these um, features on the uh, on the phone itself. Yeah. Um, but I do love that. I love that it's got the ability to you know do some some more enhancements to what you're dropping in. We already showed how you could drop in images, super slick. You can drop in documents. You can make this whole thing uh, pretty effective. Um, One of the things that I have started using more often, and this is pretty simple, but I've actually never done this before uh, with any of my apps, um, is starting to pin notes. And Mm -hmm. notes are things that I typically would not pin. But if I said, hey, this mix bag or this topic ideas, these are some topic ideas Alan and I have had. If I I go and tell it now I'm going to pin that note, that one is always going to be at top, which is incredibly helpful. Uh, I have one in my my work account um, that I always put all of my links. So my zoom room link, my um, web addresses, all these things that I know I tend to copy and paste a lot. Um, I, uh, I find that uh, by pinning it now, I don't have to search for it
0: anymore. It's always at the top.
1: It's right when I go into that folder. Um, So pretty, pretty slick.
0: Yeah. I use the pin notes quite a bit. Um, We're actually, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, we've been using Slack and we've been using some other tools yeah. for like sharing uh, different notes and conversations for note sharing. I'm about to the point of just saying notes is going to be it even in my work group, like at the office, just because Yeah, if we're all on Macs, we're all using that app. The fact that we can have shared folders, shared notes, we can collaborate on shared images within those notes um, as we need them. I just love it. It's great. Yeah. So um, and the fact so that the only thing is, I mean it's everywhere, it's on all your devices, it's, it's all synced to the cloud. Um, right.
1: It's really nice. My 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 biggest hesitation on it is they still don't have the <clears throat> folder within a folder, which is something yeah. they really need. True. Right. They need yeah, because true. eventually this folder list is gonna become really, really long. And you know, I'd love to be able to say, well, all of these are work folders. And then all of these are home folders and then have folders within folders. If they can do that, then it can replace to me, you know, lots of other applications because you're right. You can share documents here super easy, uh, probably more, you know, easier than you would in Slack. Let me, let me just show one more thing. And this may be something uh, I haven't found a real use for this yet. Um, And again, this is one of those things that Apple does pretty horrible job telling you how, what features are actually available. You just have to stumble upon them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there is this quick notes section within notes that, that came out, you know, a couple of versions back, they started adding this quick notes and that's so that if you want to just do a quick jotting of information, you know, you can drop it in there if you don't want to actually t- title the note and all of that. So you can see, these are quick notes that I made, um, mm-hmm. at some point in time, the most recent one is that testing app, you know, that has the images on it. Um, so, Alan, have you noticed that in the bottom right corner of your screen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if I go down, everybody, you know, if you're looking on screen, you can see my mouse here. If I'm going to go to the bottom right corner of my screen, and then when I do that, there's a little note that pops up in the corner that if I were to click on it, it is the most recent, uh, our most recent quick note. So, if you want to use quick notes as a way of just jotting ideas, maybe you just need one of them. It's like, okay, this is my notepad, right? This is when someone says something, you have a phone number. I don't want to go and start a new note and actually do everything. I just want to go to the bottom right of my screen, click my most recent one, and then I'm going to go ahead and fire away some some notes. And then I put it away and that's been saved in uh, my quick note. So I think that's that's pretty slick. Um, I haven't gotten to where I'm using that yet, um, but I, I do find... Myself needing a place now that I'm starting to use notes more, I don't want to have Mm -hmm. to formally go and create a note for some of these things. So maybe that's where that quick notes is going to be. So,
0: yeah, I almost use it as a little bit of like a triage area where it's like if I'm just working and I think of a quick note area, I type in a quick note, I know it's going to show up in my quick notes at the top. And then I just go through a process where every once in a while I need to go in there and kind of take those quick notes and that may be information I can add to another existing note, or maybe I create a whole new note of some of those ideas. I use quick notes as kind of a, just top of mind. I need to get something down that I'm seeing. and I need to remember, but I'm going to go back later and kind of flesh out those notes a little bit more and put them in the right place. So, yeah. Mm
1: Yeah. And, you know, putting, putting checklist in there where you can go later and, and, and check them off is it's kind of slick. That was a requirement for me to have any sort of note app. I must have a you know a task uh, a task list, and this is where I can actually see myself potentially, Alan, going away from you know my task manager. So I have a task manager things that I've been using forever, um, where I'll go and put these are items that I know I need to do, and when I check them, they can go away. I may just start using my Quick Note as being my to do item. Right, it's always going to be there. It's going to be in notes. I can just go down the bottom, go the next one or whatever, and it looks like I can go here and highlight. And you can move it up and say, no, let's move it up in, you know, where I put it. I don't know if there's other slick ways that I can tell it to, you know, do some um, potentially whatever one's finished, get rid of it. Yeah. But this might be a really easy way to, you know, keep a a checklist uh, that you always have a constant list of things you want to do. And then you can pull it up and be able to check them off. So, you know, I just think notes has gotten really, really powerful. You can even put in um, you can even put in tables, which is kind of slick to be able to organize things. But uh, I also have been once I started to figure out, Alan, some of the keystrokes, you know, that I can use uh, command seven, I think it is. I no! Let's see. Command Shift Seven. Yeah, Command Shift Seven puts me into a bullet list, so I don't have to go and find bullets because yeah. you know that takes two clicks, right? It's up here plus you know one more. Uh, I want to be able to do it with one. So uh, once I'm starting to get more comfortable with it and realize how powerful it is, this is uh, yeah, this is an extremely slick app. Like I said, if they would do folders and folders, you know, where you can drill down folders. Mm-hmm. I would be incredibly happy. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. That would, that would almost to the point, at that point, kind of wipe out the use of any other, yep, potential note organization apps for me. Maybe even like, uh, to do items. I still use a, a dedicated to do app to manage my to dos because I need to have them grouped into different categories and I need them in, right. you know, organized in different projects. And it just, notes isn't really built for that level of, of, uh, specificity yet,
1: but I agree with you.
0: I, for just, I need to have information saved somewhere. I've got, you know, uh, I've got a a secure note on there for like some bank account information and other numbers I'd always need to have handy. Just have them in a kind of a locked note, so it makes sure it's very secure there. It's available to me on all devices, easy to get to. Uh, There's just a lot. I mean, I go to a meeting, I write my notes into the notes app, and then I... Can go later and review those notes and and do something with them if I need to. So yeah, uh, Yeah. it is a great app. It's only gotten better. I'm very happy with it. So that's a great uh, great pick there. Yep, it's like well, that is kind of our features we wanted to highlight for you. So basically, I'm I was talking about Live Text, and I also talked about the uh, um, uh, the uh, uh, universal control between devices. Brian's talking about the notes app and some of the newer features or some of the uh, real nice uh, uh, things that they've added to that, to that app over time. And then also you were showing the, we still haven't figured out the name of it, but the whole clipping out of an image, uh, clipping a photo or a person or a certain object out of an image to be able to paste somewhere else. I don't know what they call that, but um. Mm-hmm. I like it, whatever it is. So yep. we'll good features too. for sure. A yeah, lot of lot of fun things going on in the operating systems these days to kind of play with. Um, so, Brian, I think we're about done. During this show, we, we've talked a lot about, you know, we talked about the Apple Music Sing coming out in 16.2, which will be turning your uh, music player, your Apple Music account into a true karaoke machine for certain tracks. Should be a lot of fun. Talked about some efficiencies, me using the shortcut app, Brian using the find my app, and then we just finished up with our features as well. So, Brian, if there's anybody listening to this or watching this that maybe has some other key operating system features or tips or tricks that they use uh, on, on on the operating system that they think would be helpful for other people to hear. Uh, there's some ways they can get a hold of us, right?
1: Yep. Yep. Send us an email at info at themesh.tv. That's I-N-F-O at themesh.tv. And uh, you can also go to our website at wwwbrothers in techcom That's brothers-in-tech.com.
0: That's right. Good deal. That's how you can get a hold of us. And again, we'd love to hear your own thoughts on, efficiencies or tips and tricks or ways to make the most use of your technology devices. Um, Brian, I, I kind of feel like with shortcuts, I, I may even want to try to have a dedicated episode, maybe down the road where we dig a little deeper into some shortcuts. Cause I think there's a lot of things that people could do, or even you and I could do on that. That would be a lot of fun to get into. So maybe that's a future episode, a little bit more of a deep dive episode into, into kind of making shortcuts uh, on your computer. So it could be something yeah. we do. and, uh, but, uh, yeah, some good stuff we covered today. So I like um, it.
1: That was good. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, we did what, okay. are, what are we six, you know, an hour and 20. I mean, geez, that's, that's about part of the course. So
0: there you go. Pretty much. That's pretty much what <laughs> we do. Um, well, Brian, as always, it's good seeing you. I guess I'll see you yeah. in a week. Talk to you in a week. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, good. I uh, hope the family's well in between now and then. And uh, yeah, yeah, I won't be, be checking work. in. So, you know, just make I know. Sure that this is our good.
0: this is our obligatory check-in. Yep. Your family's good.
1: Yeah, that family family's good. good. You all right. Everything's yes. good? Yeah. All good. If anybody gets in the hospital or something, you do know you can
0: if there's a notify
1: me next week when we when we see each other. Okay. If there's an emergency,
0: <laughs> I will let you know next. Next Wednesday, yeah, ne-
1: yeah, that's right. Put it on a note app, and then maybe you know I'll see <laughs> no, it, and we'll
0: I'll put it in our shared notes. I'm sure you'll see. Yeah, it. okay, perfect, perfect. I like it. By the way, had to run to hospital for emergency procedure. <laughs> no big deal. You're good. I'll see yeah. you next Wednesday. I have
1: a, I have another leg. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, everybody. All right, awesome. Thanks for watching, Brothers in Tech, and we will look forward to talking to you next time. Take care. Bye bye.